Welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule, where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and learn more about how to have a happy home, family, and healthy relationships. Good evening and welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule. Tonight we have a great show planned for you. We're going to be discussing alternatives to summer camp during COVID-19. If you would like to have input on tonight's program and you haven't already written in, you can interact with our Facebook page at Home with Debbie Rule. We're happy to hear and share with our listeners your thoughts, stories, and testimonies over the next hour we spend together. Every week I share these statements of how important I believe the home is. I believe every home should be filled with family, friends, food, music, love, and celebration. But most of all, it should be a place to gather, to be cozy, to feel safe, and the peace of God. I feel honored to have those around me year-round, and I love to say, I'm at home with family and friends. Stay tuned for Thoughts from Home. At Home with Debbie Rule, your place to discover more about home, family, and relationships. I love MediShare because they protect and respect life. MediShare is community. MediShare is affordable. MediShare is biblical. MediShare is uplifting. MediShare is family. Faithful. MediShare is hope. It's love. Learn how thousands of Christians can help you save on your health care. Call 844-74-BIBLE. MediShare, affordable, biblical health care. That's 844-74-BIBLE. The Haven Family Shelter is a domestic violence and sexual assault shelter that serves men, women, and children who are victims of domestic violence and sexual assault in Mason, Menard, McCullough, Kimball, Concho, and surrounding counties. The Haven is dedicated to ending domestic violence and sexual assault. The Haven provides services such as 24-hour crisis intervention and hotline, 24-hour accompaniment for medical, law enforcement, or criminal justice. They provide legal advocacy, individual counseling, and The Haven is active in public education, prevention, and community awareness. Support your local domestic violence and sexual assault programs. Speak up about the abuse. Educate yourself and others. Help a friend in need and set an example. For more information on how you can help, call The Haven at 325-597-7644. Together, we can end domestic violence and sexual assault. Everybody wants to be in love, have great kids, and the perfect home, but nobody wants to talk about how to get there. At Home with Debbie Rule is a safe place to get advice on how to fight fair or call 911, in-laws or outlaws. Who the heck are these kids and what do I do with them? Let's face it, modern family isn't all fairy tales. Because there are a few places that really explore the reality of relationships, the good, the bad, and the ugly, At Home with Debbie Rule is a place where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and testimonies. I'm Debbie Rule. Join me every Sunday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. for At Home with Debbie Rule, a talk show about home, family, and relationships. At Home with Debbie Rule, right here on 95.3 FM and knelradio.com. Follow us at Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. I look forward to seeing you this weekend, Sunday at 6 o'clock p.m. at Home with Debbie Rule.
to At Home with Debbie Rule. This is Thoughts from Home. Sadly, many states and organizations are curtailing summer camps to stop the spread of COVID-19. While a traditional summer camp might not be an option for you, with some planning and creativity, there's still plenty of options and plenty of things you can do to bring the summer camp to you. After nearly two months of quarantine during the coronavirus pandemic, kids across the country are eager to get outside for summer But for more than 7.2 million kids who attend summer camps each year, getting outdoors could prove more challenging than usual, especially when it comes to camps. American summer camps are an $18 billion industry, but this year, the impact of COVID-19 is not only damaging summer camps' revenues, it's threatening the livelihood of camp employees and a yearly opportunity for children to learn and participate in outdoor experiences with their peers. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention recently released guidelines for camps nationwide. The guidelines include a decision tree to help camp directors decide whether they should consider opening, and if so, how to do it safely. But ultimately, state and local officials have the final say on reopening guidelines for camps. Some camps already decided to shut their doors for the summer and absorb the financial loss, but many are still waiting to receive guidance from the local health departments and state officials as to whether they will be permitted to open for the summer. And if they are given the green light, answers for how to operate their camps in a safe way. The American Camp Association, the only organization that accredits camps with national standards of health and safety, has more than 3,100 summer camps under its umbrella. This year, the organization is operating in an educational resource for camps more than ever, providing camp directors with information about COVID-19 and guidance on what protocols to implement. Of course, there'll be fever screenings, COVID-19 testing, and forms of social distancing will be key to the modifications. But with some camps already closing or planning to operate in a modified capacity, families are being forced to rethink their summer plans. Parents are improvising alternatives and leading a family camp at home, as well as enrolling their kids on an online camp. So by now, the news likely has settled in. Your best laid plans for sending the kids to summer camp have been obliterated by the coronavirus pandemic. Yes, it's frustrating. Understandably, the kids are bummed and parents are super bummed. But all hope is not lost. The truth is that there are still plenty of ideas for salvaging summer camp. Most for families with budgets at every end of the spectrum. The catch? None of the alternatives look anything like what you would have known as camp. Instead, options for filling the COVID-19 foothold in your summer schedule incorporate a dash of virtual meetings, a pinch of social distancing, and a hearty helping of creativity. As long as the new summer plans engage your child's mind and serve up chances to think independently and forge new friendships, your child will still grow. Summer experiences are all about relationships and interactions. You can recreate the spontaneity of the in-person experiences they would have had, but different is not always all that bad. Learning new ways to enjoy the summer with learning, activities, and fun, and all the while still building long-lasting relationships with family and others. Doesn't that sound like not such a bad idea after all? This has been Thoughts from Home. Stay tuned for more of At Home with Debbie Rule. We'll be right back. The Haven Family Shelter would like to thank their sponsors that support the mission of The Haven. Citizens Insurance, Cowboy Whitetail Processing, Heart of Texas Building and Roofing, and Heart of Texas Memorial Hospital. The mission of The Haven is to reduce the incidence and the impact of domestic violence and or sexual assault in McCullough, Mason, Menard, Kimball, and Concho counties. 
The Haven provides services and support that empower victims to rebuild their lives again and their dignity within a safe and caring community. Summer is almost here, and do you want that beach tan without going to the beach? Well, we've got a little bit of the tropics for you right here. Cuts and Such has one month of unlimited tanning for the low price of $45. That's right, one month of unlimited tanning for $45. Cuts and Such is open Monday through Friday, 9 to 6, and Saturday, 9 to noon, for your tanning convenience. No need to make an appointment. Just walk in and experience the newest, hottest tanning beds around. Cuts and Such is located at 1904 South Bridge, so stop by today. Home, family, and relationships can be a challenge, and we have some answers for you right here on 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com. Join me, Debbie Rule, every Sunday from 6 to 7 p.m. for At Home with Debbie Rule. And this week, we'll be continuing our summer vacation during a pandemic. We'll be talking about alternatives to summer camp and VBS. Join me this Sunday at 6 o'clock p.m. for At Home with Debbie Rule. I look forward to seeing you this Sunday at 6. At home with Debbie Rule, where tonight we're talking about alternatives to summer camp due to COVID-19. If you've had kids that have been uh, enjoying camp every year, this year it's looking a little different. So we've got some ideas for you to fill that time with your children and to still enjoy the summer and have a camp experience right at home. And joining me tonight on the program is my wonderful husband, Rudy Rule. Good well, evening, hi. Rudy. Hi, wonderful Debbie. How are you tonight? Yeah, I'm doing great. I'm excited about our topic. I know that uh, plans have changed for a lot of people as far as camp goes. You know, there's major camps all over the country uh, that people send their kids to, big camps, major camps, where they're gone for a week or two. And uh, parents don't have to provide child care during that time. They can focus on work. They can get some things done that need to be done that they couldn't do with the kids at home. Maybe it's just have a little uh, home time themselves but they are not having those options. Most of those options have been um, taken away this year because they have decided not to open uh, camps, major camps, and I know that there are even local camps in most areas uh, and local church VBS groups and things like this that won't be meeting due to the COVID-19 pandemic. So things are looking a little different for parents this summer. Not only have kids been home from school, but now they're going to be home from camp. And so this might create a challenge as far as child care, like I said before. Uh, but, you know, there's still some things that you can do to bring that camp experience home. Well, you know, the parents might be lamenting the fact there's no summer camp for their kids more than their children are, so they're going to miss that break. Well, that's what I was uh, thinking, that most parents are uh, going to be missing that time that they don't have um, the kids gone, and sometimes that's overnight, you know, for a week or four days or two weeks, uh, some larger camps. Sometimes it's just a day camp. Uh, where they've got some things planned and they have the kids in organized activities. But just some uh, 
rethinking, having some creativity, and putting some plans in place, you can still give your child that camp experience because it's not all about having child care. It's about them having a learning experience and a time where they can be with their peers and uh, learn from other people extra things that they don't necessarily get to expand on in school. And most camps are very educational and have a lot of physical activity. Well, you know, we always try to make the best of a bad situation, and certainly this pandemic that has overtaken the world has been a really difficult time, but some good things have come out of it. You've got some great ideas for what uh, families can do since they can't do their normal routine this summer. You've got some great ideas about what they can do this summer to have family time. You know, that's what I love about um the fact that we've had shelter in place and we've been at home and some people have been working from home and uh, some people have just been off completely. And I know there's the downside of the economic side of that, and I'm not minimizing that at all. I know there's a lot of people out there that are hurting because they've lost jobs and they're struggling financially. Uh, But on the other side, the flip side to that, there's been a lot of opportunity for people to build family relationships, which they didn't have the time to do before. And I've heard more people say they've had more family meals together. They've had more time to communicate with their kids. They've learned more about what their kids are interested in. They've learned more about their kids' friends because there's been a bond there that's been um, created because kids are not out with friends. They're not able to go out and socialize in their normal circle. Uh, Parents have kind of become their circle other than texting and, you know, the um, um, FaceTime and, you know, different things that they do technically. But as far as being in the home, it's been the parents. And so a lot of families have grown a lot closer during this time. And that certainly is a positive aspect to uh, the corona. 19 well, for some families, it was kind of a lost art. Maybe they grew up in a family that was more focused outwardly and didn't have uh, family meals, and so they perpetuate that uh, direction. And now this has caused them to all come together. And, you know, most children really enjoy that family time with mom and dad, and it's such a building, uh, family building experience and its long-term memories are made. I agree. And, you know, so many of the um, topics that we have for camp, a lot of the activities when they go to camp are physical activities, different things that they do, being outdoors. Uh, There's also the learning aspect of that. But one thing that I have really enjoyed learning uh, that most families are doing during this time where they've been shelter in place and being at home together is we're coming back to the basics of home. Mm -hmm. And I really love that because, of course, my program is At Home with Debbie Rule, which is a lot of topics about home and family and relationships. And so this just really hits home with me personally because we have lost the insight to Uh, teach our kids and our kids being taught even in school. You know, we had home economics, we had shop, we had all of those things in our curriculums at school, and they've really minimized, if not just taken them out completely. And so this has been kind of like a time where we could come back to home, where we could teach cooking, where we could teach sewing, where we could teach uh, 
um, woodworking and different things where dads got involved. Let's go out and look at the car, you know, boy or girl. Let's go out and learn how to change a tire. Let's go out and learn how to, you know, check your oil. Things like that that kids might not necessarily be learning. Uh, they're able to learn at home now from their parents. And, you know, ultimately, my opinion has always been that learning needs to take place at home first. The schools are an addition to what we teach at home, but most things need to have a foundation at home for teachers to teach upon. And that's been the problem, I think, in most of our school systems where teachers have had the hardest time is that we've lost sight of some of those most important things in our homes, uh, respect and honor and uh, respecting authority. Um, You know, these are things that we have issues with now because parents are busy and they're not really in tune with what their kids are doing. And so um, it's, it's been a problem. But now that we've come back to home, we've been able to uh, reconcile some of those things. You know, so many thoughts uh, ran across my mind as you were talking. Uh, I took home ec when I was a senior in high school, and it was great. And mm-hmm. there's no home ec programs anymore. There are uh, programs that have been lumped into what is called preparation for adult living. And some segments of the population get that, but it's not a a major theme in school. And I've had older people say, what are they teaching in school today? These kids don't know anything. And I understand focusing on science and math, but, you know, we've got to be able to live an adult life at some point. And I think a lot of folks our age want the schools to teach our children to prepare for adult living. And, you know, how to run a household, how to balance a checkbook, how to bake a cake, how to go shopping. These are things that uh, parents don't even know, and so they can't teach their children. So we've lost that. So uh, the focus back on the family is wonderful. The home used to be the center of activity. Uh, We experienced having children in every sport that came along, sometimes two sports at the same time, Mm -hmm. running here and there. And so, you know, it's a boon to the fast food industry. You don't have time to cook. You don't have time to shop. Pull in and grab this. What do y'all want to eat tonight? I mean, so this has really refocused and redirected our efforts and our energies. And so some good can come from this. I agree. And uh, a lot of good has come from that. You know, parents are able to focus on things that, like you said, that are really important that we've lost sight of. And, you know, and for during the summer for camp, camps are fun. You know, kids want to go and be with their friends and they want to get away from home. And parents, you know, as much as parents want them to go have their little vacation so they can have some time, uh, it, it works both ways. And kids are really going to be mourning the loss of that opportunity to be able to go out and to socialize and to learn and to be with kids, especially since they've been at home from school. You know, um, this has been a long time now that they have been um shelter in place that they have not been at school and if they do go places now it, there's the strict social distancing and I'm all for that I think that we need to you know practice good uh, things in order to be cautious and to stay healthy but kids not all kids understand you know why we're doing that and they're still 
their little emotions inside where they're lacking what they're used to. And that is relationship with other kids and with their teachers. And uh, the normal routine that they once had is no longer. And I'm not for sure if we'll ever go back to really normal routine. I mean, there's going to be some modifications to it, I think, from here on out. I think you're right, and I think, you know, the positive to that is children have seen upheaval in their routine, and they've learned to adjust and roll with it, roll with those punches. But I was thinking as you were speaking, uh, camp is so important, and we found ourselves, and we've seen this happen with other families, that the kids couldn't go to camp because they were involved in some kind of summer sport, and so... This has really, again, refocused the family, redirected the things that were available aren't, and that might not be such a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And some sports have opened back up for, you know, some uh, kids in in communities, a Little League Baseball and some things like that in some places. But overall, it is very different and a lot quieter. Uh, calmer, I would say, because you're not running here and there. Uh, But some ideas that you might have um, to connect with your child at home is, you know, just start being creative right now. And if you haven't learned how to be creative with your kids and patient with your kids after being their teacher for the past, you know, two months, then, uh, you know, you, you've already been thrown into that situation. And so, um, and I love that joke that you, you told, uh, what was it about, um, the not wanting the same teacher? (laughs) (laughs) Well, they surveyed kids that are being homeschooled because the schools have shut down and 90% of them said they hope they don't have the same teacher next year. And I think parents are saying the same thing. We (laughs) hope that they get a different teacher. Parents don't want the same students next year. (laughs) That's true. That's true. But, you know, it takes some creativity. It takes some planning. In some ways, it takes uh, a little bit of... um, finances, but we've got some ideas for you that are from, you don't have to purchase a thing, just use some things around the house um, and use your creativity, your imagination. The main thing is connecting with your child and putting them in a learning environment where you're enjoying yourself. And uh, and then there's other options where you can join in on a virtual camp and you can order the supplies and your child can do those things at home as they're watching a camp leader uh, online and they can participate just like that. And if if you are doing things like that, some of them are uh, doing physical activity so that you can, you know, have an open space where your child can participate in things like that. But also uh, remember that if your child is doing something virtually and they are staying in a lot to do things on the computer, school work and things like this, they still need that activity outside. They still need to have physical activity. And I think that's the one thing that we might be lacking in sheltering at home uh, where we've been in place is um, we're not getting the physical activity that we should. So, you know, go out, go to the park, go, you know, take a walk, uh, organize some different activities that they can do outside, uh, throw the baseball, you know, whatever you um, may have at home that you want to do. But physical activity is really important. And that is a big part of camps, summer camps especially. I mean, they swim and they do all kinds of things. 
Well, they stay busy, and there's a lot of things you can do at home. I was thinking about scavenger hunts or hunting for pirate treasure. I know our grandsons love to do that when we give them like a map to follow and they go look for Mm -hmm. pirate treasure, Mm -hmm. or we say, uh, you know, we play I Spy with My Little Eye game. They love that. And so there's just... And I think parents will enjoy this, too, if they get in the spirit of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can revisit your childhood. This is what we used to do when I was a kid and have things like that. You know, our kids love to build tents in the living room mm-hmm. and crawl under there. You know, you put a blanket over the chairs. And so there's just this is an opportunity to let your imagination run wild and and have a good time with it. Have fun. Mm-hmm. Have family. So that's always good. And, you know, sit down and talk with the kids. We've talked about uh, on numerous occasions family meetings and how important they are and how you can connect with your kids. And if you have not uh, put together something for them to do in place of camp, which some people have already done that, but if you're just wondering what are we going to do, we've just found out there's no VBS in our communities, there's no camps going on, and so we're going to have to fill some of that time at home, well then you may need to get creative and start thinking about some things and think about, you know, themes and different things that you might want to talk about, kind of make a plan and think think, you know, this is the um, items that we have at home. These are some books that we have, or these are some craft materials that we have. So we could do these things. And then talk with your kids and say, you know, have a family meeting and say, you know, these are some of the items that we have. We don't have to go out and purchase anything. We've got these things at home. What kind of theme could we come up for a camp and what could we do with these things that we have you would be amazed at some of the things that kids can come up with well i'm not sure i want them to know about vinegar and baking soda and <laughs> stuff like that you oh know, they probably already do know about it they probably already do know about that but along with that we were gifted a box of Uh, science projects that you can buy at the store and they're age appropriate depending on what ages you're talking about and you do these at home and all kids just love that Mm -hmm. stuff and so we're going to break that out and all gather around and let them actually do it and we'll be there to supervise make sure nothing blows up but there's some fun things that adults will enjoy doing I'm looking forward to it Mm -hmm. and um like I said, there's there's both ends of the spectrum where you don't have to spend a penny. You can just interact with your child and take some creativity. Or there's uh, joining virtual camps where you can order the materials and the supplies, which gets kind of pricey. Uh, or you can kind of just look at what they're using and maybe kind of duplicate that yourself and do it on a smaller scale, a little cheaper. But um, you know, the thing is, is that it's, it's your plan. It's your camp. You do it the way you want to do it. You tailor it towards your child, what your child enjoys. You know, they always go away and there's always something they really love and there's always something that they don't like. And so you, ca- you have an opportunity now to tailor that time towards what your child really enjoys and what you enjoy. And so it really is a great opportunity, again, for families to connect. And um, don't lose sight of that. I know parents at home with small children, it gets just very strong 
stressful. And you're just like, when am I ever going to get a break? And, you know, they're just, they're constantly wearing on your patience and they're, you know, very active all right and <laughs> all of that. <laughs> and I'm, I am not minimizing that at all. I'm just saying that attitude is a lot of it. If your attitude changes towards, you know, this is going to be great. This is going to be fun. Get involved with your child. Uh, that will help you to be able to make it through a lot of those you know times. the point is sometimes the caregiver needs a break so that's true you can always send them off to the grandparents and if you're the grandparent you can send them back home to the parents so yeah you need a break and we understand that but you know these kids need constant supervision constant mm-hmm. stimulation and the tv even for kids gets boring after a while mm-hmm. so go outside and go on a little hike we take our adventures we take our walking sticks and we walk out through the fields and find stuff and look for stuff and it's just amazing uh, how exciting they get we see the lizards running around we catch bugs there's just fun stuff to do and at night you can go out and look at the sky and see the stars you can actually see satellites moving across the sky mm-hmm. last night the moon came up it was a harvest moon it was huge mm-hmm. and we were driving from san angelo and i said debbie take a picture and debbie said well let's get closer so we didn't get a picture <laughs> <laughs> you're so i'm funny. teasing you're of so course funny. of course the phone wouldn't focus but anyway couldn't get a good picture but it was absolutely beautiful i'm not a picture person photography was not my gift in life and so i leave that to all the people out there that are gifted in that area but that might be a great topic for parents to explore you know there's a lot of kids that like to do pictures and do things like that and you've got that um, camera right there on your phone or your tablet most people do and so go out and you know explore nature and take pictures and maybe have a a photography contest where you're you know who's going to take this picture and that picture let's vote on which is the best picture and you know uh, let them do a little editing on it and let them you know tell a story with the pictures that they find you know there's all kinds of things that you can do I mean I'm just thinking of that off the top of my head so I know that you can think about things like that too you have those creative uh, moments where you can think of things too and what your kids like but photography you know kids love to go out and take pictures of the plants and the bugs and the all those kinds of things and so um the sunsets, mm-hmm. the sunrises. So they may not like the sunrises that much, but at camp they do get yeah, them up get pretty up early. early. They get pretty get up pretty early, and they have routine. And that's the main thing too is they have routine. They know what's going to happen that day. One thing so. we found: if you're ready to get them ready for bed and they have some energy, or even during the day when they have a little too much energy, we set up an obstacle course in the backyard, and then we time them. Ready, set, go, and they run through the obstacle course, and they come back and want to know what their time is. Of course, sometimes they get distracted halfway through and go over to pick up a rock they haven't seen before, but you just start them over, and I'll tell you what, they love the obstacle course. Uh, kids love performing. Get them to sing. Put on a play. Uh, reenact their favorite TV show, you know, like... Uh, Paw Patrol or some of those for the little kids. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, creative folks listening to our program tonight. Be creative and teach your children to be creative. I remember a first grade teacher had us draw a scene with trees in it, and I made a tree like I had seen done, and 
She said, well, that's nice, but where are the branches? You know, how you make the squiggle outline of a mushroom-looking tree. And she wanted to actually draw a tree. So that's being creative and not limiting your child's creativity and letting them express themselves. And you'll get to know them a lot better. Yes. And if you think that you don't have creativity, everybody has an imagination and some degree of, of creativity. It's just using it and trying to find one little thing that you can build on. So my um, insight to you on if you don't feel like you're a creative person is, you know, do a little research and find some things. There's no sense in reinventing the wheel. There's a lot of things out there online that are already being done, especially during the summer with families. And so you can do that and kind of expand on that or just duplicate it completely if if you don't have any um time or or the creativity to kind of add to it. But I think that once you start exercising that imagination, you'll come up with some fun things. And again, asking your kids, having a family meeting and asking them and letting them have some input and making that plan together, uh, you're going to learn a lot more about them. And you're also going to see really how their imagination works. And we learn from our kids. You know, I, I love that, that they learn from us. And believe me, they are learning everything from you even when you don't know it they are learning from you and we learn from our kids and so have those moments where you can give and take and and learn more about each other and and teach have them teaching moments but have those moments where you listen to them too and you're going to be so blessed so we've got some more insight for you on the second half of at home with debbie rule stay with us we've got a lot more to come right here on at home with debbie rule your talk show about home family and relationships. We'll be back. The Haven Family Shelter would like to thank their sponsors that support the mission of The Haven. James Long Real Estate, Riata River Ranch, RES, and At Home with Debbie Rule. The mission of The Haven is to reduce the incidence and the impact of domestic violence and or sexual assault in McCullough, Mason, Menard, Kimball, and Concho County. The Haven provides services and support that empower victims to rebuild their lives and regain their dignity within a safe and caring community. If you're looking for the perfect place to exchange your wedding vows, experience romance in the air, and breathtaking sunsets, Terlingua Ghost Town will give you the ultimate destination wedding experience. You will feel a rustic romance with all the history of things remaining the same for centuries, and a modern romance for any couple to share their love. Terlingua Ghost Town brings the beauty and elegance of the St. Agnes Church being the perfect wedding chapel to have the ceremony of your dreams. The celebration doesn't stop at the chapel. It will extend to an exquisite outdoor venue for the most romantic reception under the stars. Fabulous indoor party at the Starlight Theater Restaurant and Saloon. And the most sophisticated accommodations for your guest and the most memorable stay for the bride and groom. There is no place better to start your life whether you are planning a wedding extravaganza or a private romantic elopement. Terlingua Ghost Town is the place to be. For more information about accommodations, the trading store, St. Agnes Church, visit BigBenHolidayHotel.com. And for the Starlight Theater Restaurant and Saloon, visit TheStarlightTheater.com. Your wedding in Terlingua Ghost Town has been written in the stars. When you think of sinfully nice foods, what comes to mind? 
cakes, pies, breads, and sweetbreads? Sinfully Nice Foods is not only sinfully delicious, but has made-to-order sugar-free and gluten-free products available as well. Sinfully Nice Foods is a new home business with baked goods that can be a special order for almost any party, event, or just because you want to be a little sinful yourself. Sinfully Nice Foods is certified with the Food Handlers Program and is ready to meet your needs for your baked goods. So the next time that you need a cake, pie, homemade breads, and rolls, give Cynthia a call at 325-456-7740. That's 325-456-7740. Sinfully Nice Foods, it will always leave you wanting more. Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule, where tonight we are talking about alternatives to summer camp during COVID-19. It's been a little bit different uh, end of the school year and, of course, summer coming in. We talked last week about summer vacations and how COVID-19 pandemic has affected our travel with our families. And so just right on into summer camps and summer activities that we normally have with our kids that in some places are not able to have those. And so we just want you to have some alternatives and some encouragement that uh, you can still enjoy the summer. Your kids can still have a camp type environment and um, teaching and activity with a little bit of creativity from you and from them. You can put together something really nice at home and they can enjoy and this will be a time that they'll remember forever. So uh, insights on how to do a camp at home during the summer while we're still practicing social distancing and doing all kinds of different things that are still in place and a lot of places are still doing shelter in place. So we've got a few challenges ahead of us, but it'll all be good. Well, make the best of the bad situation and that's what we want to do. Have some ideas, be creative, enjoy family time, enjoy the children, enjoy your spouse, enjoy your, if you're off work, enjoy your time off work because you're fixing to get real busy. And, uh, you know, this is coming to an end, thankfully. Uh, we, As you said earlier, we don't know what the new normal will be, but we're looking forward to seeing it. So we get uh, the challenge of every day now, mm-hmm. post-COVID-19 pandemic. You know, some of the ideas that you might think about for kids is summer camps have a lot of activity, but they also encourage a lot of the things that kids are learning throughout the year. And one thing that we want to encourage as parents and to help them uh, in school is reading. A lot of times kids are 
uh, watching videos and playing video games and doing different things like this, and they don't read as much anymore, or they're reading on their tablets or their phones or their computer rather than they are reading a book. And there's something about taking a book out and reading a book. And that just might be my personal preference, but there's just something about that. And so we have wonderful places called the library. Mm-hmm. And this is a great uh alternative to camp is a library day where you can go and uh, pick out books with your child and then have another day where you read or maybe the same day where you read, finding out what their interests are and not always, you know, um, learning about everything, but but fiction, you know, just sitting down and reading something funny and and giving them uh, joy and letting them expand on their imagination. But reading and utilizing the library is a great camp day. And so it doesn't take much at all except for a library card and a walk to the library if you live in a smaller community or drive over to the library. Make sure that it's open and that they're allowing people in. But a lot of times they're making adjustments to delivering or, you know, curbside, just like everybody else. You let them know what book you want and and they'll, if they have it, they'll bring it out to you. And some are already open now uh, with a lower capacity uh, occupancy. But, you know, the library is a great place to go and it does encourage reading. And one thing that you can do with that is Uh, do a summer reading challenge or a camp reading challenge if you have more than one child and uh, encourage them to read. And if they are reading something they enjoy, they're probably going to read more. I heard our librarian on the radio talking about the county library is the only county agency that invites you to come in and touch everything. So (laughs) that was pretty good. (laughs) But while you were talking, Debbie, I was thinking this is a great time for parents to work with kids on some of the areas that they'll be encountering in school. Uh, Book reports, doing uh, public speaking. Kids love to be videotaped. Have them get up and give a presentation, videotape it, and then play it back and talk about it. Get them comfortable with that because the school is going to have them do that for a grade. And some kids are just so uh, intimidated and timid and did not want to do it. And it was just such a hard struggle. And the more you do it, the more comfortable you get with it. This is a great, and the kids love it. They love being the center of attention at home with their parents. Some, some do. <laughs> they love uh, performing. They love being recorded, and they love watching it back. And, uh, you know, our kids always loved us telling them stories mm-hmm. about when they were younger. Tell me a story about when I was young. Mm-hmm. So they love that family history, pull in some other family members and talk about the family. You know, my family's getting into uh, ancestry, So we're doing some uh, research on our roots and where we came from. So those kind of things are something you can really make positive during this time at home, especially for the kids, because they will be going back to school, and school has challenges. And so if you can get them prepared for doing that book report or doing that current event report or speaking in front of the class or doing the science experiments, Things like that that you can do at home, have fun, have family mm-hmm. time, and and get your children prepared for what they're certainly going to see going forward. 
you know, some of the things that we used to do in um, our acting classes that uh, I used to teach and be a part of is that we would do things um, that would help kids to be able to talk and to help them do interviews. And, you know, if you have older kids that are going to be interviewing for jobs, maybe they're going to be going off to college soon and they need to uh, know how to prepare themselves and how to do an interview, whether it's with a dean of a, a school at a university or whether it's a job, whatever it is, they are going to have to carry themselves in a manner that is uh, positive and so you can help them with these things. And some things that we used to do that were just fun activities is we would pretend like we were doing a talk show and there would be a host and there would be guests and, you know, the host would be responsible for asking questions. So they would have to come up with their own questions. And then everybody that was on the show would be able to create whoever they wanted to be. And, you know, it would get outrageous sometimes, you know, because kids' imaginations and, you know, you learn a lot from them. But uh, these are just fun things. It gets them interacting with one another. It gets them um, thinking about important questions. It also helps the other person to be able to respond uh, in a um, spontaneous way, which helps kids with debate and different things like that. And so, you know, those are just, the, you wouldn't think that those are real life, um, real life Situations. situations or real life things we want to learn, but it, it does help them in the real Helps world. Self esteem. Yes, and in, in the real world, and so uh, that was one activity we used to do. Um, the talk show, you know, big things now, reality TV, and all of that. I mean, you know, you could put on something like that. We're going to have a reality TV today, you know, in our house, you know, in the rule home, reality, you know, reality rule home, or something like that, and and let them just kind of go with it. And like Rudy said, videotape it or, you know, and, and let them go back and watch it. And, you know, these are fun activities, but the foundation of what you're doing, helping them communicate, helping them be uh, spontaneous, helping them grow their imagination and teaching them what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. And, you know, different things like this. These are all learning times and teaching moments that you can take from it wherever your child is. The main thing is be age appropriate, you know, with the things that you do. You're not going to do with a junior high and a high schooler what you're going to do with a preschooler or elementary age kid. But, you know, you've got to adapt with that. And if you have a broad range of kids, then uh, maybe doing half day with one and half with the other and letting the older one be like a junior counselor of your camp and help with that. And, you know, that's teaching them leadership skills. And so it's, you know, it's, it's a win-win situation if you really sit down and think about all the things you can teach and do. These things During all sound so fun. I know another part of your program was you would have the students write their own television ad for a product. Mm -hmm. And then they would get up and get to do the ad like a spokesmodel. Mm -hmm. And you would record it and you'd critique it and you'd talk about how to do this or that. or Doing commercials. Mm -hmm. Yeah, doing commercials. And, you know, <laughs> one thing kids do is watch a lot of TV. Yeah. And they want to be. They have all these children's shows where they're... Uh, actors are all kids, and they want to be that kid. So, you know, let them do that and record it and keep it. And this is, you know, kids change every day. It's amazing. We'll see our grandsons, and, boy, they don't look like the kids that left yesterday. They're That's just right. overnight. 
And so this, this is all historical. I just recently sent off all of our old family movies from when I was a kid and had them turned into a DVD. And I sent that out to all the uh, siblings and they're so excited to watch those old movies that used to be on a super eight or a 16 millimeter. And, uh, you know, those were black and white, some of them, and none of them had sound. And so what you've got available today, you're making memories. Someday your mm -hmm. kids are going to be the age you are right now, and they're going to have their own kids and they're going to want to see, you know, what did I look like when I was that age. Mm -hmm. So you know, another thing that's really big right now is YouTube, you know, making YouTube videos. Oh, and, boy. you know, you could do that in a day and uh, have them, you know, maybe demonstrate a toy or something that they have at their little. They watch all of those videos and they, you know, how much fun would it be to be able to do that? And so these are all fun things that kids are in tune with that they have in their world every day. And you can do these things right here at home. And you can do it with a foundation of learning, uh, going to the library, you know, building that reading challenge and science and, and uh, math, you know, and maybe have a math challenge, uh, something fun that, uh, that gives them that uh, desire to want to accomplish the things that they need to accomplish and give them a reward at the end. Or, you know, you can just get as creative as you want, but you can find a theme. And um, I, you mentioned pirate theme, you know, that they go out on a um, adventure and they have the map and they follow it and they're looking for the treasure. And we actually did that one day, you know, in the house. And I had put like some really old jewelry of mine in these little boxes and put them out around the house. And they followed a map and found all the boxes with all the jewels in it. And they said, oh, a treasure, a treasure. You know, I was almost going to get my stuff back because they thought this is their <laughs> treasure, you know, but uh, it was funny. And, and of course, there one just turned five uh, a few days ago and one is three. And so they're just so fun to, to watch. But and these are all fun things that I did with our kids when they were little, too. And, you know, that's the thing is that. When it comes down to it, kids are still the same. Mm -hmm. You know, it might be today or it might be 30 years ago, but they all want to do fun, exciting That's things. Right. And so you can um, just help develop that at home. And it could be a day camp. It could be a week-long camp. Um, and, you know, you can even camp out in your living room. You can set up a tent. You can camp out in your backyard. You can do the... Um, fire pit in the backyard. You can do s'mores. You can do stories. And, you know, one thing that we haven't talked about incorporating, we've talked about the math and the science and the reading um, and even the acting. We talked about that, which they love, which um, gives them a basis for interviews and things like that when they get older. But one one thing that we haven't talked about is music. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's there's a lot of kids that are interested in music. And maybe you know a guitar teacher in town or a piano teacher or someone. This is a great opportunity that I've been wanting to get lessons for little Tommy, but I just haven't done it yet. And maybe you do just a little short 
camp workshop, you know, mm-hmm. where you have them come over and just learn the basics of it. And, um, you know, or online, you know, there's a lot of instruction online where you could research and find that and say, okay, you know, we're going to do music now. And, and what do you think about music? And what are the things you're interested in? Music has been proven to help kids even with math oh, and yeah. different things like that. It really stimulates something uh, in their brain that helps them to be able to do other activities as well. And so music is a great thing. And they may think, you know, I'm not really gifted in that. I don't I don't play an instrument. And maybe you as a parent are not gifted in that. But you can expand on it. There's there's singing, there's there's playing an instrument, but there's also just the enjoyment of listening to it as well and introducing to them different types of music. And a lot of kids don't know about anything other than what they listen to every day. Well, Debbie, you know, brilliant minds think alike. I was thinking along the same lines. And I want to comment on what you just said about a parent may not be musical, but really it's not about your musical ability. It's about your child's stimulation and exploring their, what they're good at. You know, one thing a parent is called to do is, is find what a child's natural gifts are and direct them in that direction. Mm-hmm. But while you were talking, I was thinking about, uh, wouldn't it be great if you got the kids involved in music, writing a country song, (laughs) write a country song about COVID-19 pandemic. You know, I'm stuck at home with mom and dad. It really makes me sad. Something like that. That might be a rap song for kids. uh, (laughs) More their age. You know what? I I think I might get in trouble with Mr. Lynn, but if, if you... Write one and sing it. I'll try to play it on Saturday during trading on the radio. Or so our there's program. some. We have the freedom here to do there's that. Some, there's some incentive right there. Write a country song about this COVID 19 situation, and uh, it'll be interesting. Yeah. It'll be fun. You don't realize uh, the talent that you might have living right there with you even within yourself or within your children until you expand in that. And this is a perfect opportunity to expand in the music realm as well. And music is, um, it's, it's so soothing. It can change the whole atmosphere in your home. And so just want to encourage you to venture out into that area as well. And made me think about the campfire at night, you know, playing the guitar and and kind of singing songs around the campfire. And, you know, we do, I sing songs all the time to my grandkids and everything, you know, we're doing, I'll be singing it. You know, the plan, I'll sing the plan out, you know, just little spontaneous songs. And uh, one of them said, I think it was Hudson the other day, I was out on the back porch and I was singing something. He goes, Mama, don't sing it. Just tell us. So, you know, it's funny. So sometimes they're like, don't sing anymore, you know, but when they're little, they love that, you know, they love to be sang to. So you can get as creative as you want to with that, but don't forget about music. You know, there's math and reading and science and music and um, play. It's play, play. time. It's play it's time, time. Play. different activities. If you've got a pool, you can set up the pool and do pool activities. Uh, you know, there's the old fashioned, just turn on the water hose and get a sprinkler and run through it. You know, that's what we did when we were kids. They didn't have all these fancy toys and stuff. So you don't have to go out and buy anything. Uh, if you want to, that's great. But if you don't, you've got turn you've on got the, the water. Turn on the pies. water. That's right. You know, kids just want to be in the water when it's when it's hot outside. And so, but be sure you use lots of sunscreen and protect yourself out there because it's going to be hot. And if you squirt them, they're going to want to squirt you back. Just yeah. telling you. 
And, you know, one thing that we did just recently while Gabby and her husband were home is I had bought some uh, a set of water guns. And so uh, a couple of people had squirt bottles uh, that we used in the house and some people had water guns. And I mean, we just were all around the yard, all of us, you know, having a water gun fight and spray bottle fight. And I mean, the kids just loved it. And so, you know, just think about some things that you want to do that just brings joy and, and laughing and happiness because we live in a world where there's so much doom and gloom. And boy, they need to experience that, that peace and that joy and that love and that stability at home. That is what nurtures them and encourages them to be able to go out into the world. And it helps you as a parent sure as well. Building that safe place for them mm-hmm. and building memories for days when you're old, old Roger Miller song. So, uh, There's a lot of recipes online that you can find, too, uh, for creating your at-home slime. Uh, You know, we've all made Play-Doh before and clay and different things that they can do uh, for art projects. So, you know, just Google and you can find recipes for to make all of those things at home, which kids love. You don't have to go out and buy them. And there's different activities that you can do with those things that you make. So, you know, it's really endless. It's really endless. And we have this thing called Google and the Internet, and it's fabulous. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be very creative. You can put in one word. Be careful of the word you put in. And you can come up with some great ideas. So Be sure you have a filter. <laughs> that's right. Be sure you have a filter. Well, that's going to do it for tonight. We appreciate you being with us. We are so excited about our series that we're doing uh, this summer on just family and children and different activities that you can do. Uh, We so much for being with us tonight and inviting us into your home. We always love hearing from you and spending Sunday evening with you sharing our thoughts about home, family, and relationships. From our home to yours, I'm Debbie Rule. I'm Rudy Rule. And we'll see you next week right here at 6 p.m. on KNEL 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com. Have a blessed week. Thank you for joining us today for At Home with Debbie Rule. You can be at home with Debbie Rule every Sunday on Canyon 95.3 FM and CanyonRadio.com. Follow At Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. See you next week at home with Debbie Rule for more insights on home, family, and relationships. Mm-hmm.